<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is a HeadGum Podcast. to a few things where we give our greatest discoveries the podcast they deserve. Welcome hey. back to the second episode of Being Back. Welcome back to the second episode. I was just saying I didn't feel like we I properly welcomed us back on the episode before. It really does fall to you for some reason <laughs> <laughs> to do the to throw the like grand opening of season whatever this is party. Yeah, I, it does fall to me and listen, if you didn't feel welcome back before, I'd like to apologize and try again. I am so excited to be back and I will tell you what we what? recorded a lot of podcast episodes in the last season. We took a break. Yeah. And you feel refreshed. Revived. I feel refreshed. Yeah. I'm so excited to do this podcast. We have a podcast survey going. It might be closed by the time this episode yeah, airs. I think Who probably. knows? Yeah. But I started reading the respondents and one of them was like, one of the the write-in comments was, I don't like it when you guys take a vacation. That was one of the <laughs> nicest ones, I think. That one made us feel really good. It did make me feel good, but I was also like, but it felt so, I liked it. Felt no, so I don't think me. that means we shouldn't take yeah. a vacation. No, I think right. it was just like when like a parent goes out of town and the kid gets really excited when the parents goes, gets back and is like, I don't want you to ever leave again. That's all. I'm glad people missed us. It was nicer than it's, some of the other comments. It's nice to feel missed. It's totally totally nice to feel missed some people some pe- there was a real I really think we should do an episode on the right in comments that people wrote because it also was such a moment in um tracking my own self-progress because I think when we started this business if I had read some of these comments I would have cried and instead I was like sobbing with laughter at yeah the no I comments. think I think we've come such a long way before we start on the thing we are mainly going to talk about can you do a 15 second shout out to the thing you're loving out of a kind right now I, I, I my timer's not quite ready but it I'd like to start is. by shouting out all of the people on the podcast survey who said that they hated this segment well guess well, what sometimes people luck. buy the things we call out tough so it's luck, gonna buddy. keep going um use the code a few things for 10 percent off whatever claire talks about right now okay i'm ready go I would like to propose the 365 A6 notebook as your next favorite notebook. It comes in pink, blue, yellow, and tan, and the pages are made from this incredible Japanese calendar paper that's that's like a washi paper. It's not technically washi paper, but it's so beautiful. Eh. 
Yeah, I didn't do a great job, but I do just... You, I think you did. You, what else was there to say? I wanted to talk about how I saw it at the Javits Center like four years ago. I think it's okay. fine. All right. All, you thought you were going to get there after explaining the texture of the paper in 15 seconds? I think the thing we're going to learn through this new game that we're playing is that I have no concept of time, nor do <laughs> I like... Nor do I, I, I'm also treating this as like a false barrier. Like, <laughs> it's like, it. it's not real. I you can talk for as long as I want. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Yeah, exactly. Um... The thing we wanted to talk about on this episode after coming back from Mm -hmm. summer um, where we managed to take a vacation um, or a vacation or two Mm -hmm. um, is our vacation regrets. Yeah. We both came back. It's funny. So we went to Portugal together Together. for Mm -hmm. um, Catherine Fortunato's wedding. And we so we spent she's one of the designers that we work with. on Right. She's she's one half of Lizzie Fortunato, um, whose earrings I am wearing right now. and we spent the first, I guess, like four days of the vacation all together, like the four of you us. You and I and Thomas, Thomas and, and Chris. Chris. Yeah. And we had a really good time, which it was also noteworthy because we never double date. Yeah. Um, we spend so much time together. Who knew if it was going to work to like spend more time together? Yeah, totally. Um, and we had a really good time. I think we were really pleasantly surprised. We were all just like, it. wow, we actually really love hanging out with each other still <laughs> somehow. Thomas and Chris, um, like one afternoon, Eric and I sat around the pool while Thomas and Chris went surfing together. They took surf yeah. lessons. Yeah. It was shocking. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, we had a fantastic time. And then we departed and went our separate ways. And so when we came back to New York and Eric and I came back to work and we like got back into work and finally I think it was like a day or two after we went back I was like how was the rest of your vacation and we both you know had a good time but we were both kind of like could have been better I could have done a better and I think it was more just like I could have done better yeah like there was nothing wrong with any of the places we went well you had a bad experience at one hotel but I feel like that's like for another I wasn't even planning on talking about that but if you would like me to I'd love to I know (laughs) I would love to um yeah you had a really bad experience with one hotel which isn't really your regret it's like their regret that's their regret (laughs) yeah I am like waiting with the most bated breath for our PR to place a story where we give our Portugal recommendations because I'm so desperate to leave this hotel out of the recommendations that I give and then send them the email and be like wish now you wish you wouldn't fought with me about this thing yeah totally. because that is my ultimate apparently yeah, that's what you've got on that's them. all i've got yeah that's, that's all, all got. that that's all you've got um but yeah i just feel like i there were things that i did not do well on the trip and i mm-hmm. think one of the things that i really did not do well mm-hmm. was after you after you and thomas and chris and i i don't know why i put it in that <laughs> order it's a new order to try out why not um you and thomas and chris and i um <laughs> when after we hung out um we stayed at a hotel for the rest of the trip Mm -hmm. it was like too much hotel yeah it was like we went to two different places we went to seville or Mm -hmm. sevilla depending on how you prefer me to say this yeah um and we went to southern portugal and i think i just get really burnt out of like hotel life after a couple days i get really burnt out of all of these places had like lovely breakfasts that mm-hmm. were part of the part of the stay. But there are also like times when you have to eat breakfast. Yeah. You must eat breakfast between these like couple hours. That is true. You must be there at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's maybe a mini fridge in your room, but probably mm-hmm. not even that. So like every meal you have to go out, which then for me, I end up spending so much time figuring out where I'm having yes. lunch and where I'm having dinner mm-hmm. and what what time is left. Right. 
Totally. What time is left? I hear you completely on this. So I actually love hotels. Yeah. I just, I there's something about hotels that I love. And I don't hate like a really nice Airbnb. I, I love them. But I do get really burnt out on eating out. Not it's just eat, because. Yeah. It's not even yeah. that I hate the hotels. I hate the things that come with staying in a hotel. And it, it's not even just the like planning thing, which I would like to get into in a bigger way because I think that's yeah. one of my bigger vacation regrets. But it's just so much eating and you stop appreciating it because yeah. every single meal is basically a big meal. So I, if it's I, it's very hard to have. If I feel like it's very hard to have a small meal when you're yeah, in a city that you don't course. know. It's very hard to like find something that you can grab. Um, I think we also are both, in some ways, flawed, and that we're like kind of refused to have a bad, bad meal. meal. Oh my gosh, it's the way I feel about hotels too. It's like I'd rather not take a vacation than stay in a hotel. <laughs> I don't like uh, same same, but, which is a real problem. And this is like something that Thomas <laughs> and I don't necessarily agree yeah. on. And there are all these ski trips he wants to go on to you know little places mm-hmm. that just. Don't, don't have value nice a cute hotel the way I do. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That's why they're not going to get visited by you. Hey, I do want... Peak Vermont, get with the program. Yeah. We're all doing a cute hotel now. Yes. Everybody needs one. Yeah, everybody needs a cute hotel. The thing you said about breakfast, um, I did stay in one hotel in Lisbon that I was absolutely enamored of. Like, we'll remember for the rest of my life is called Santa Clara 1728. And it looked gorgeous. The guy who runs it is just obsessed with hospitality. It's very strange. He's a airplane pilot and has been for his entire life but then also has these basically b&bs all around portugal and one of the things that is one of one of the uh parts of this hotel is that you can eat breakfast whenever you want like you wake up at noon wow. you can have breakfast i made him repeat it to me twice because he was like, like i'm sorry i must have misheard you <laughs> right i was like i got that language wrong. thing he's yeah. like nope whenever it was amazing. And I really, I like turned to Chris and I was like, this is the height of hospitality because it's true. It's like I run every morning before I eat breakfast. And so if I want to sleep in and go for a run, typically by the time I'm done with both of those things, breakfast is no longer being served at most totally. hotels. Well, and I also think, you know, for the most part on vacation, I like to like be able to do things during the day and get up mm-hmm. and get going. But I do like the option to yeah. know that I can sleep in and then don't have to like rush to get dressed to yes. eat something. I don't totally. know. I don't know. Um, I think... And and you were saying that you wanted to spend more time at like th- that you, what you would have done was booked an Airbnb yeah, basically for so one that of you those had stops. access to a yeah. kitchen. I, it's funny because the thing that I try to do more is just make one meal like usually lunch something that's not an actual restaurant meal. And it's so funny because when I was a kid, my parents would always do this thing where they would basically buy like baguettes, cheese, and salami yeah, and yeah. chocolates, and we'd have to eat like you know have like a roadside picnic. And I despised it, hated it. I yeah. was like why can't we go to a restaurant? Like I, I hated it so much. And now, now I get it. It's just too much food. Totally. And you um, stop appreciating it. No, I wish I, and I also do weirdly like cooking on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, or, I do too. Yeah. Or I, just even getting to like go to grocery stores and learn the culture that way and be like, what's this weird canned fish? Totally. I like going to a grocery store. Yeah. Um, and Thomas and I went to Sardinia um, late in the summer um, he was speaking at this conference. I don't know why I feel like I need to give an excuse for why I took two vacations, but there you go. Um, <laughs> deep dive into yeah, your psyche. Yeah, totally. Tell the everybody. I took the two vacations is because he had this conference and he had to go. Um, we stayed at an Airbnb for the first, I think, four or five nights. Mm-hmm. And two nights we cooked at the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And there was a cute little like patio to sit out on that had views of the city, which like helped yeah. and just felt like very like cute and special. Um but I also like love shopping at the grocery store and I love, love going to a grocery store. I found the best gluten-free pasta 
um, that turns out you can buy it on Amazon, but I've never seen it you, anywhere. You brought it to me and I had it last night. And oh, it was how great. was it? Oh, good. Or the night before, I can't remember. It was delicious. You good. would never have known it's gluten-free. Yeah, it is called Garofalo, as in Janine. Um, <laughs> so that's how you can find it on the internet. The other thing I wanted to say about vacation regrets that relates to this idea that you were talking about of spending all of your time figuring out where you're going to eat. And then doing the eating. Yeah. It's just in general, I hate feeling stressed out about where I'm, what I'm going to see and where I'm going to go and what I can't miss. Yeah. Um, The only time I feel like I really ever nailed this was on our honeymoon. We went to Japan and I basically compiled a ton of tips beforehand. And then I had a 14 hour flight to read them. So I felt what else was I going to do on that 14 hour flight? And it felt like the perfect use of that time to be like contained. I'm going to review all this now, decide what we want to do. But I feel like I spent a lot of time on this vacation because I hadn't prepped in advance, just frantically being like, what can't I miss in this city? Yeah, Yeah. Which also brings me to. I don't really like vacationing in cities. And I think I need to just know that about myself. Yeah. Um, I think we both have realized that a little bit about ourselves over the last couple of years. I think it's like very hard when you live in a like really great city Mm -hmm. to then want to go do more really great Great city city things. Yeah. And I think there's a couple of cities that I really love and feel very enchanted by in Paris and Tokyo where I'm like, I could live here. But and not to say that there's anything wrong with these other cities. People love Lisbon. I just felt like I was like, I actually just want to be somewhere right now where there's not that many options for me to do these to do things, which is boring. But I'm no, actually, I don't I don't think it's boring. I like I mean, I don't know. I feel like the pressure to like check these things off a yeah. list, right, of like seeing this museum or seeing this monument or going yeah. to this place or like this thing you have to do. Um, I don't like the feeling of that driving a vacation. It's I don't terrible. like it feeling like a checklist. And I think if you go to a city, it's really hard not to feel that way because there is a sense of, well, if I don't go to this art museum now, when am I going to come right. back? Um, and that's why I've, the, some of the vacations that I've loved the most have been the Dominican Republic where there was nothing to do or the North Fork where there's just like a few things to do. And then yeah. and and. and I guess you that's just like old age. Like being in a place. It too. really, when I was really sort of meditating on this idea, I was like, "This is how cruise ships became a thing." It's <laughs> just like there's literally that's, all that's where we, you that's all you the, can yeah. do is go from here to there. Yeah, totally. And then yeah, but like, I, and that's probably not entirely true. But I do. I think that's just something I need to know about myself and vacations. Is I lead a very active life in a very active city, and I would prefer to just be somewhere where there is a beach and a pool, both one or the other, and that's it. I will say that the counterpoint for me to that mm-hmm. is that I can't imagine spending like two straight weeks in like one Airbnb. Um, I, we, so when we were in Sardinia, we stayed at this really, really amazing um, mm-hmm. B&B up like on the north part of the island called Albero Capovalto. Mm-hmm. And there was a family there that had literally been there for 14 days. <laughs> and there were like a lot there. Listen, yeah. they could get their own episode too. Yeah. But um, I can't imagine spending 14 days at this Airbnb in northern Sardinia. Um, and maybe so maybe that's like, I, I don't know something I else about me. I don't I would say that. But then my capacity for like laziness and gluttony really I think just builds on itself and I say that because I did that trip when we were when we were selling the business yeah. you and I like last minute all of a sudden we're like 
this may be the last vacation we get to take in a while. There's nothing we can do right now while this deal gets closed. Let's like book We're not the banker right or the lawyer. Yeah. 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 And I, Chris couldn't come with me because it was, I bought the ticket and left like 24 hours later. Yeah. So I booked a, a trip to the Dominican Republic to just a straight up resort. It was yeah. called Sublime Samana and I would recommend it to anybody. And I was just like, that's like woman by myself at a resort doing literally waking up every day, exercising, going to the beach, eating and going back to bed. And I thought it would get old. I was there for seven days and I did you, not want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I need a test for myself. I would. I mean, and maybe it was just because I was by myself. Maybe it was because I was in this really special moment in my life where I was like, whoa, like this major thing just happened. We yeah. called it our money moons. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, I, but I. <laughs> we should. We, That's a good line. Our yeah. money moons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, I Yeah, I think I do have the capacity to stay in one place for two weeks if it is just if it attends to my every desire for sun and food and sleep I think I need to uh, what I've been doing that is problematic though is like jumping around too much so that um, oh yes. and trying to see too much oh um, so that was my biggest complaint about Portugal yeah. we went to four I different feel places like I and led you astray much. with that or like I don't did, know, or like been harboring guilt about this no, for I like, feel like three months now I just I feel like I encouraged you to see more things than maybe you needed to try to see that is so kind of you but I definitely guilt <laughs> myself into all these things like my god like I was like I'm probably not going to come back to Portugal. Port- Everybody's obsessed with it right now. I want to yeah. see what all the fuss is about. I didn't feel like I could miss the two big cities. Yeah, totally. Um, and maybe I, in retrospect, in retrospect, in retrospect, if I would go back to Portugal in two seconds flat, but I probably wouldn't go to either of the cities. Yeah, totally. And that's just me because people friggin love Lisbon. Yeah, I don't freaking love Lisbon. Yeah, um, neither of us really do. But yeah. Porto, su- yeah, super cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That was where I had my but bad like, hotel you know, experience. To each, to each, <laughs> to each his or own. her own. Yeah. Um, but I feel like figuring out, I do like a, like a road trip situation, yeah. but figuring out how, how long you're going to drive, how many stops you're going to make, like all of that feels very key. And it's something that I am slowly getting better at. One of my best vacations in recent memory was when we went to, we did the South of France and we, I was planning on going to all these places because obviously there's 700 amazing hotels and I wanted yeah. to see them all. But the Airbnb that we wanted to stay in required was like, you can only stay here if you stay here like five nights because so many people want this. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, okay, I guess we're going to do this and we're only going to see three different places. And it was the biggest blessing because yeah. it it meant that we got to just have explore the area around um, the town where we were staying and, and have a place to come back to every night that we were familiar with. And I was so happy that we weren't running around to all these different places. I did a West Coast road trip two years ago, which I loved, but the pacing of it, we just like did so much. Mm-hmm. Like we started in Seattle and we went and we ended our trip in Ojai in California. And so you had it, a lot of ground to cover. We had to drive a lot every yeah. day. It was as though we were like moving, you know, <laughs> like it was like that kind of pacing. Yeah. Um, and if I were to do it again, I definitely would either cover less distance yeah. or just take a lot more time to do it. Yeah. There are places that we went that I'm like, oh man, we've stayed at this amazing place on the Oregon coast mm-hmm. um, called Tutu Tune. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out to Jamie Stelter, who recommended, mm-hmm. like, sent me an email and was like, you got to do this. Like, yeah. even if it's just for a night, you got to go. It yeah. was really amazing. I was like, why? Like, why didn't we stay someplace like there for two nights? Or why right. didn't we, like, spend two nights in, you know, wine country um, staying, in Guernaville? Staying one night anywhere stresses me the it's F out. Too, I, it's a you're lot. You're in and out. And yeah. you've got to check out by 11 or something. So and it's you like. you got to, like, 
unpack and pack the yeah. bag, and then everything just gets sort of muggy and well. And you know what and, it looks like when I unpack. Oh, I do know what it looks like when you unpack. It's a whole thing. The the bag vomits <laughs> and it's just like on the floor. Like I it, was I was out of town a couple of weeks ago, or like a, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, and I had to FaceTime into a meeting with uh, Eric and our buyer Marie, and I gave them a tour of the room, and Marie was like, "What's happening? <laughs> What's in happening?" There? Erica was like, "This is what always happens." Yeah, same same old same old. Can we talk about flying for a second? Yeah, God, this is my other thing about Portugal. Was I should have known because when I was, I hate connections so much yeah and there are direct flights from new york to lisbon but there are not direct flights via porto and or from porto to new york and i stressed so much i was like i don't know if i can deal with a connection on the way back maybe i should skip porto i probably should have skipped porto because the connection in germany was wild it was yeah. like 17 terminals three yeah. security checkpoints multiple customs things and it was it's like what a hell of a way to close out a vacation with like no, possibly the most stressful thing ever. And it's like, I just feel, and maybe I'm just being really crotchety about it, but I feel like this needs to be a deciding factor in thinking about where I go. Oh, I don't think that's crazy at all. How does Chris feel about, like, what are Chris's flight preferences? Um, he, in general, is a far more adaptable person than I am. Yeah. However, Thomas, same. However, he really hated that connection in Germany yeah, too. Okay. I think he was even more scarred by it than I was. He it it was really awful because we also didn't know if we were going to make the flight because um, it took literally an hour to get from one place to the other. But he just generally is always more adaptable about these things than I am. So. Uh, same. I feel like I have like pretty good solid rules about what flights I will and will not take at this point. Or just I'm like I'm not landing at midnight. Like yeah. if at all possible. Like I'd rather take a red eye than land at midnight because I feel like it screws yeah. up my sleep less. Um, and I like just hate a connection when it can ever be avoided because something always goes wrong or you always. have like always. Today, Thomas booked tickets for this wedding we're going to in Mexico. Um. And there are connections both ways. Oh, no. And it's like a three-day oh, weekend. And I was just like, mm-hmm. my sympathies. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you for your thoughts and care at this, at this yeah. time. Um, I also just want to say in closing. Yes. That I also tend to forget how important it is to just take a damn vacation. Totally. And I like, I just, I, I like working. I like my job. And so, and I don't want to miss things and I worry about getting behind and it always seems impossible. I have slack FOMO. I have to take slack off my phone. Um, And so even when I am like feeling burnt out, it can be really hard to take a vacation. And then when you do it, it's just always such a stark reminder of how incredibly important it is. And obviously we're hugely privileged to be able to do it at all. But um, even just like going somewhere a couple hours away makes all the difference. I find totally take a vacation. Um, You've been listening to a few things. You should listen to back episodes on Stitcher, on iTunes, on the Overcast app. Leave us a review. We like yeah. those, especially good ones. Leave us a review. Email us at advertising at ofakind.com if you'd like to advertise with us. I would like to point out that this podcast is published by some a business that sells things. So our audience is predisposed to spending money. Yeah, so totally. where why would you advertise anywhere else? Beats me. We've got big spenders listening. Yeah, totally. You've got things to sell. We'll sell them Let's for you. Ma- make that match. <laughs> Let's make that match. Um, follow us on Instagram at of a kind. And That's that is the, the show. show. Bye.
So many of you guys write in and ask about our theme song. It is called Butterfield East, and it is composed and performed by the Soulful Saints. You can check them out over at DallaRecords.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.